So my older brother would be Eddie Gordo. Mm -hmm. I I would be Nina Williams because gay. Mm -hmm. Because you mean queen? Queen. Now that I meet you, tears on my fanny. <gasps> tears on my body? Yeah, tears, tears on my body, my fanny, somewhere there. Anyway. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello. Um, right, intro, 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 intro. I, um, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> God, not another, not another one. That my best friend, she a real bad bitch, got her own money. She don't need no rent on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks, now she twerking. She throw them back and come back in. Mm, mm. I know the rest, but I know the song. It's that Doja and so swap, so weedy. So weedy. Yes, it is. That was a cute, cute little number from them. Mm-hmm. The, video, the video is very lovely as well. Money well spent. You got to be ready for when we are like turning that up and like right. really giving it up. Like, giving it up to that giving one. Hi, guys. Welcome to the AO2. Every Wednesday, you're here with me, your resident driver, and my lovely, my beautiful co-companion. Co-companion? Yeah, I'll do. Companion. Miss Nicholas. Miss Nicholas. The dinner lady. The dinner lady. The dinner lady. I am, I am well, darling. I am just filling up the drinks cart so we can get on the coach and get off and go. Now, guys, do you have your tickets? I will hope so. Like, you ain't getting on this coach without their damn ticket. Mm-hmm. And the price of admission is after you've finished listening or during or right now, you send this episode to one friend and be like, hey, girl, let me link you up. Let me hook you up mm-hmm. with the hottest, cutest new podcast in town. Um, let me get you involved in the AO2. Have a listen. That is your price of admission for this coach ride. We hope you do it. And you must, you could be any height to get on this ride, honey. You remember, that used to piss me off. You remember when you was a child and you go to like the fairground and you'd be like, you must be this tall to ride this bitch. I'm getting on a fucking Ferris wheel. Do Ferris wheels have a thing? Because you kind of strapped in. I thought it was yeah. once where you had to, like a pull down. No. And so let me tell you a quick little story about growing up in Norfolk. We, um, we had a, a theme park. It was called... Okay, so technically there's two. There's Pleasure Beach in Great Yarmouth, which you don't want to go to unless you're trying to get robbed. Or there's, um, oh, what's it called? Something like, it's not Theme Land, National Reserve, Pleasure, no. There's a theme park, okay? And it's got three roller coasters. And like, as a child, you're like, oh my God, this is so much fun. If you go back, I think at last time I went, I was like 17 and I got on these rides and I was like, this is tiny. And definitely not built by people who were like adequately uh, ready to be in charge of this. So I don't know what they're doing over there at Theme Park Land. <laughs> theme Park Land. Oh, T- Treasure Island. Treasure Girl, Island. Girl, it's something. Treasure Island. Something. <laughs> no, Pleasure Beach was the one in, in Yarmouth. And then there was Dreams. Sweet dreams are made of these. I can't remember. Go on Google, just search Norfolk theme park. It'll turn up. And uh, yeah, but anyway, we got a show to do. We got a show to do because we got we got things to talk about this week. There's a lot been going on. We've got a brilliant guest coming up that we're just very excited to chat to. And so we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into it with a little segment we like to call the announcements. Dun, 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 dun. 
Announcements on the 802. Are you enjoying our new jingle, by the way? I love it. It's very well thought of and it's very, it's very much like, well, you know, it reminds me of like going on holiday at the minute. You know what I mean? That is that the closest yeah. we get. You know when they say, can Dan, can Dan LDM please come to the flight to your place about while you're, you know, while you're like scoffing your face with like airport food. <laughs> at least I'm stuffing my face with airport food. I know what you stuff your face with in the airport. Ah, bye. You, ma'am, this, ma'am, this is a gay bye. You're going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Um, do you want to do your announcement first or should yes. I jump in? Yes, I, my announcement this week is for a lovely company called Switchboard LGBT. I, I know if you ever heard about Switchboard. Have you, Daniel? No, go on. So Switchboard is a... So Switchboard is... They created a safe place for anyone to discuss anything, including sexuality, gender identity, sexual health, and emotional well-being. They support people to explore the right options for themselves, and they also aspire to a society where all LGBTQ plus people are informed and empowered. So Switchboard is actually, you can get them on both. A, they actually have a helpline and they actually have a live chat. Plus you can email. So you can get them over. If you go to switchboard.lgbt on Google, you can find them. You can also donate to them. You also contact them online as well. Like you also send them an email. So if you have any issues, it's, it's just a helpline for our people. And if you think, you know, um, Due to the current the current crisis or anything bothering you, because I think it's very helpful, Switchboard will be able to take your call, chat, or email. So if anyone is out there struggling, or you might hear this, you might hear this, and you think someone might be struggling, make make apart from sharing this podcast with them, you could also send them to Switchboard helpline. Love there that. Let's go see Switchboard. Yeah. Um, my announcement is very similar. So inspired by It's a Sin, which we will get into later. Um, cause I know we've got things to talk about in that one. Um, I just want to give a shout out to an organization called Positively UK. Mm-hmm. They are a national organization that aims to protect the health and well-being of people living with HIV by providing tailored peer support, promoting positive attitudes and equitable access to health for people living with HIV. There are still thousands of people in the UK who live with HIV. Um, if they are on their meds, by the way, and they are undetectable, that means they're untrans which means you cannot catch HIV off a positive person who is undetectable. You cause you have a look at what that means if you don't know. Um, they are currently, because of coronavirus, only able to provide um, over-the-phone support. So if you are struggling, um, if you're with H- if you are living with HIV and you are struggling at the moment, do go and find Positively UK. You can find them at positivelyuk.org. I'm sure if you watched It's a Sin, everybody is rethinking about um hiv and how it impacted on the gay community so they are a good organization to to go and have a look at um and get some support from people who understand you people who have been through that experience with you they have a bunch of different services including a women's service an under 30 service uh, a gay men's well-being service so go and go and check those guys out correct oh awesome look at us with all the announcements Look at us doing the damn thing. That was my announcement for this week. I don't think we have anything major. Um, professional w- biological woman. Love it. <laughs> We've clearly got somewhere to be. We're just like, let's get in. Let's say the thing. Let's go. Correct. Correct. So should we get into the big, the big, the big news of the day? Let's get into the big news. I think what we need to do is we need to just, we need to realign our spirits. We need to channel our vibrations to the vibration of the universe. Summon that energy mm-hmm. for a segment. Are you ready? You're going to breathe with me? Just. Yes. 
ooh, like a nice cold summer's air. Ooh, mm. you like that? And when you're ready, Nick, you're going to say the name of the segment. The name of the segment is Let Me Tell You Something. You have to tell me something. Oh, I got something to tell you. Um, so before we get into it, let me tell you something. I just want to um, get into it. If this is a trigger warning for anyone who might be listening, who might not want to talk, like listen to us talk about some deep stuff, this is a trigger warning. So you've been warned because it does get a little, it, it will get a little bit um, touchy, touchy. So that was your warning. So let's get into it. Right. So this is not a spoiler, surely, to say that. The 80s set series about a devastating HIV AIDS epidemic is deeply moving. Russell T. Davis, who we've known from since the days of Square Folk and um, Doctor Who, brought out this brilliant, inspiring, motivational, and just, oh, just astonishing five-part series called It's a Sin. Now, this was out on Friday, was it, Dan? I, I think so. The weekend's been a blur. Yeah, the weekend's been a blur. So, um... It's so good. So it's a sin gradually acquires a thick veil of, it's just, it's just a thick veil of like showing, it's like, uh, I can't, you know what, it's so good, but I'll just get into it. Like some parts will like pull up in your throat while others will kind of get you in your stomach. But it's a sin isn't just that. It's also very vibrant and it's very daring. The sex scenes probably won't catch anyone off guard because we're in 2021. But the unapologetic references to masturbation might make you gasp a little bit. Now, the story itself begins in, like, 1981 with 19-year-old Richie, who's um, the lovely Oleg Alexander from that band, Years of Years. And he's, like, a small-town boy that moves to a city. And, I mean, I can relate to this, Dan, and you could as well. I think that's why, mm-hmm. I, really, that's why I think that's why I related to it much, because I came from a very small town, and so did Dan. And we know what it's like from leaving a place where, you know, you're not your identity. You, you can't exactly live your truth. I, I don't know if, if how let me ask you something, Dan, before I get into that. What was it like living in Norfolk back in the day? Well, you know, me as a as a good Christian boy, I was going through a very different struggle where I had essentially chosen not to accept the gayness myself. Like my family has always been very open and accepting. So it wasn't a, a case of like I couldn't be gay if I wasn't, if I wanted to be. It was more a I had chosen to be a fundamentalist Christian. So, you know, I put myself in my own struggle. Um, but yeah, Norfolk, it's very small. Everyone knows your business. Like we, there are like four gay kids in our school, which is actually probably quite a lot. But mm. like you knew who the gay kids were and they were not treated well. Yeah. 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 That's similar to me because I, because I grew up in, when Trinidad, of course, um, homosexuality was like forbidden from Scott for a very long time out there because of religious reasons and because of the law of the land. Anyway, but I was, oh, I grew up in, I grew up, when I moved to the UK is when I fully became myself. So I, I connected with Ollie when like my parents wanted me to have like a, have like a girlfriend. And you know, when I said I was going to study abroad or whatever, it was like, yeah, whatever, I would never work. But I still wasn't myself. So I think a lot, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of, um, gay men or lesbians, a lot of people in the LGBTQ community will connect to this character. Now, that being said, we need to talk about Jill. We do need to talk about Jill. Talk about Jill. Because Jill is... Dan, you, I know a Jill. You know a Jill. We all know a Jill. And Jill, mm-hmm. the Jills are the allies. Are, is what made this show. Now, for me, 
I connected with Jill because Jill reminded me of someone that you and I both know. Do you know who that is? I'm going to say... No, go on. You say. Mel. Oh, she reminded yeah. me of Mel. Because Mel was that person who would be like, you know, the if this was our time, it would be Mel. Mel would be our Jill. You know what I mean? Because she would be the one that would be like the ally. That would be like on the front line. Well, that's how I felt that way. But as, as I continue, no, the, the thing about Jill is, not only was it amazing seeing a mixed race person on television, it was just... Oh, she was just, like, the role of Jill wasn't, she wasn't even the main character. She was just, she was just, a, for me, she, would you say she was a supporting character? I don't think she is. I thought watching it, Jill, after I saw it, I was like, Jill yeah. at the end, Jill is the main character. She's the one you really sort of follow along. I kind of, maybe because I found Richie to be really fucking irritating, um, <laughs> that I really just wanted Jill to be the main character. Yeah. But, yeah, I, th- I felt like, Jill is a thing. And it was, I kind of left and I was like, I'm so thankful for every Jill in my life. Yes. And thankful that we don't, like, we don't need our Jills to do so much heavy lifting, like, emotionally and support wise, mm-hmm. because, like, prep is available and, yeah. and, um, the, like, advancements of treatment of HIV have just come on wildly that, like, it's not a death sentence anymore and you can't yeah. transmit it if you're on the medication. So, like, the Jills don't have to go through everything that that Jill did, but my God, watching her do, watching her play out that story of yeah. just like that supportive friend who, yeah. like, we joke about the fag hags yeah. and like, but that that's kind of like that where they came from. There's always yeah. been, I don't want to say straight girls because they're not all straight, but there's always been a female like, figure, women, yeah, yeah women. women around the gays who provide a sort of a. Just like support a, like a comfort blanket, do you say? Yeah. Yeah, like a comfort blanket, but also yeah. like they're just they're some of the most like they will fight for your rights before you even got out of bed yeah, kind of people. Exactly. Yeah. One hundred percent. And the cast itself though, like you have Ollie Alexander as Richie, you have Omari Douglas as Roscoe. Now Roscoe, oh Dan, let's just talk about Roscoe leaving the house in that with that two piece with the brolly. She was like, bitch, I'm out of here. You had to take it or you leave it. I was like, yes, bitch. Someone at house. I was here for it. Uh, me too. It's like, look, if they ain't going to accept you for who you are and they're going to ship you back to wherever they're going to ship you back to, where, like, I'm sure awful, awful things are going to happen to you. They're just, yeah. g- like, like RuPaul says, you can choose your family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know what? Because I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, this, this is not exactly like a review. It's more like something where, the reason why I want to talk about it is because, for me, it's a sin. I saw my friends, like, in that position, you kind of, you, when you watch a series like this, you are reminded of the work that people did before you and people are still doing. Because for us to have got to this position we are now, these people had to be the fourth, like, the, the building blocks. So, who we are and how they have helped find you know they, they've literally paid way for us to you know have this is why pride is so important and this is why the vigilance stuff is so important and when i look around and this like you kind of put yourself in a position where you see your friends around you think to yourself this could have been us because when those numbers start dropping down that's when you know because of the impending doom it really started to hit home you think to yourself this could be us because in reality we do we do this exact thing safely, of course. Well, at least I will hope so. 
but I've seen myself like the game, the pink palace was like, is like the like the like the flat you go back to Harold with, the like heaven where you go to party, you get drunk, wherever, wherever. And this happens all the time. So it's so it was like it was like living my own life in a way. Yeah. It's it was it it captivated. It took me there at least. Yeah, I think you can't. What really kind of struck me, like I, so many things struck me about it, and I was just a crying wreck through most of the show. Um, but oh, there are a few things that stood out to me. No one's like the importance of LGBT plus venues still. Yeah, these guys basically they had that little pub that they were all in. They had their little flat that they had twenty quid a week rent. I was like, excuse you, twenty quid a week right rent in London, madam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they had places to call their own, which is something that we just like still need. And like coming out of, I said to my flatmates coming out of lockdown, like you gotta find me in gay venues on a Wednesday night, just to, just to hang out there and chill and like have a coffee and see the show and support the girls because they are so important as like meeting places. And you know, what really broke my heart was going online afterwards and seeing people say they were looking at like the, the pink palace, which is what the flat is called and the group of friends. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I haven't got that yeah. as that group of friends yeah. and that they find actually that specifically the gay culture can be really cold and like unaccepting of people. Yeah. I don't know. a certain way. And I was just like, how can we watch, how can we watch a show where literally you had to group together to survive yeah. and support each other and become a family and, go into life and still feel be like you're not you're not attractive enough to hang out with me you're not the type of person yeah. i like to be around and like i kind of i i do kind of wish that sort of we've got a chance once coronavirus ends in 2028 yeah. to basically go out and like shape our community as we want to shape it yeah and there are so many people who feel like they're on the outside looking in when you could jump in and get in the muck with the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really struck me. And also the depiction of how hated that community was just for being themselves. There is a scene where they do a protest and the police violence against them is like, and thankfully I'm going to say it's very, it's very graphic. Yeah. It's as graphic as the sex scenes were because it's not all joy and fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's real life. It's what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. hated by people in power and things just for literally existing and having yeah. the misfortune of having a disease ravage that mm-hmm. community yeah it's yeah i don't know what else yeah. to say basically watch the show if you haven't watched the show yeah, yeah. and like reach out to the gay people you know yeah. even if they're not watching the show and you don't have to be like hey have you seen it are you sad just reach out and see how they're doing because life's tough yeah life is tough and i think one of us said like if if coronavirus and lockdown hasn't taught us anything is we've seen we are we are again reminded of section 28 that thatcher had we are we are reminded of how far we've come like deep like people back in like the like we were we were diseased like and it's like that the, it was like the whole idea of it's the gay disease, only gays again. It's all gays are falling. Gays are only the ones dying. And I was like, this, this is this, and the fact that the government and stuff did for me, Dan. I have to say, right? I have to say, my the winning one of the moments I really love is when that lawyer was trying to get um, Colin, Colin out of the Welsh hospital. Yeah, she was fierce. She's like, oh, okay, through, great. Like, we ain't doing this. Nah, you yeah. don't get to treat him like an animal. No. He's still a person. Colin, yeah. Colin. Oh, Colin. Colin broke my heart. Oh, Colin broke my heart. 
we cannot sit here and talk about this whole show because we will just tell everybody what happens. And if you haven't seen it, like give yourself five hours, go and watch it. Cause yes. Wow. So before like we wrap this up, I just want to say there are moments in there that is really thing, but I think this story had to be told through the eyes of, of these five um, individuals and they did it so well. So Russell T Davies and the team over at Red Production, you guys absolutely smashed it. And we hope that you get some accolades for this because it was well portrayed and the gay community, I'm, the LGBTQ plus community, I'm sure are very grateful for you telling stories of the people that came before us. And if it is that you were triggered by anything while watching this series as well, please reach out to support, please ask someone. And when we're out of lockdown, our community, we need to do better because I, it's sad to see people are feeling a little bit isolated. And right now, they could be because I could imagine it would be nice to sit with your friends to watch this. But because of, you know, what's happening, we can't. But So let's just try to live life a little bit better, but safely. Yeah. So talking about our community being isolated. In my, let me tell you something. Yes. Um, I was going to come on this show and I was going to talk about Dua Lipa. And I was going to talk about how she's obviously irresponsibly traveling with her anti-vaxxer boyfriend and posting all about it and how it's a little bit ridiculous but over the weekend I had a little little thought and I was like if I was in her position would I be doing any differently and honestly I think now my answer is no if I was wealthy enough and available enough to not be on this island I would not be here because what seems to be happening is we are in an endless endless loop of bullshittery, of buffoonery, of clownery to the highest degree when it comes to this coronavirus. And now there is the, there's a new strain. It's the South African strain because mm-hmm. they codified it in South Africa. It wasn't made in South Africa. That's just where they first noticed it mm-hmm. and wrote it down. And um, its effectiveness on the vaccine is potentially lower, which means the vaccine is going to be less effective at protecting against this new strain Mm -hmm. this is the current information we have and yet and yet our dear (sighs) dearest leader that you chose by the way y'all chose it i know i didn't tell them y'all did tell the children tell the children they know what they know what they did has still not decided that maybe we should just Keep the people that are on the island on the island and just not let anybody else come in for a while. This is what I don't understand. This is the perfect opportunity for somebody who wants to lower immigration, to close the borders and not get anyone mad about it. No one's going to be mad because it's currently sensible. Do you know why it's sensible? Because a little place called Australia did it and a little Mm -hmm. place called New Zealand did it. And I don't know if you saw, but I definitely did. Videos of people in nightclubs mm-hmm. in australia mm-hmm. dancing to lady gaga they it was chromatica 2 into 911 mm-hmm. they did Tell the them. drop and were having a fun good time in their venues because they're taking this fucking seriously and are doing something about it so i just need to know whose finger is up boris johnson's ass so hard that he refuses to close these airports i don't know we are the sixth wealthiest country in the world the sixth wealthiest country in the world and we can't afford to close all the airports for a bit i'm not even saying close it for everything you still let customs come through you still do freight and get everything that we need that we import that can still all come through you could just stop 
the people. And I get it if you like you had a holiday booked and you wanted to come to London, you want to see anything, but like we get it, girl. Refunds, rebookings, we'll see you in a few months once shit is like we got the shit vaccinated who need to be vaccinated and the and the country makes sense and we take it fucking seriously. We have the highest death rate in the world because these mm-hmm. people refuse to do anything. And I've come onto this show plenty of times and read the gays for being irresponsible and well for posting about being irresponsible i've done it but today i reached a point where i was like you are asking us to give up so much Mm -hmm. to give up so much of ourselves because you keep promising that there was an end in sight and every time we turn a corner it looks like that end in sight is just pushed further away because you refuse to make the hard decisions that you say you were going to make girl am i am i are we just all screaming into the void now yep this government wants us all dead or it wants us all locked up forever. I cannot understand this decision making. And now to hear him today be like, we are um, looking at loosening things up by mid-February. Obviously, schools are a priority. Why are we sending the kids back to school? Why are we opening up anything that involves 30 tiny little germ sacks moving around each other with one adult to infect 30 families? In And there's what? 20 40 50 60 70 groups of those in one building are you mad are you mad tell them i do not get it i don't think i will ever get it and i would i am still never gonna understand why anybody's gonna vote for these people again but they will because this country is an embarrassment this country is a waste this is a waste nation push us out to sea push us out to sea let's fend for ourselves these people are driving they are nuts nick nicholas they are insane. Absolutely. I don't, I, I don't understand this. I really don't understand it. I, I feel like it's just, I feel like the border should have been closed from the second the lockdown was begin. The, like the last people, like no one should be flying in and out, period. No one. It, it's There's nowhere it, to go. There's nowhere to go. Dubai don't even want us now. Exactly. So come on. Come on, BJ. Like, oh. So today I've, I basically had some sort of panic attack or any something. Because I was like, I needed to leave and go on a very long walk because I was just looking at this like, shit is continually getting worse. And the decisions that are there, that there is evidence to be seen that this works, are being refused to be taken. And nobody's giving a reason for it. Oh, oh yes, we're, we're considering it. Fuck off. You're not considering it. Just do it. Just do it. Correct. Stop being like, oh, well, we just don't want to limit people's choices. And I'm like, my choices are limited right now because you refuse to make that choice. I just, I just want to do things that make me happy again. I want to be able to go to the gym and see my friends and go out on a night out and have a fun time and a laugh and eat different dinners and not, not be so stressed about it. And if we have to sacrifice, bring it, if we have to close up this island for a short period of time in the long run to make it so that everybody on this island's mental health isn't dropping dropping like a stone in water mm-hmm. <sighs> just a mess absolute it's an absolute mess, mess. But, but we move we move but we're all still locked down and one of the best things one of the things I've been doing to get through lockdown is playing video games yes I love me some video I love my Nintendo Switch I've been playing Pokemon I've been playing Mario Kart I've been having myself a good good time and our guest tonight or today what time are you listening our guest is somebody who knows a lot about video games mm-hmm. so he is the moderator of gamers inc 
which he'll talk about. He is a makeup and face paint artist in spare time. He is one of the sweetest, loveliest people you will ever get the chance to know. He's joining us on the 802. We're going to be talking about how to just get through the lockdown with something, I was going to say something plastic in your hand, meaning like a game console, but Mm. we might talk about that too. I don't know. So uh, joining us on the 802 this week is the lovely Adam J. He will be here right after the short messages. There's no messages. It's just the music again. <laughs> Welcome to the 82, Adam. Hi. Woo. Hi. How are you? Uh, we're good. That, that, was, that was a good noise. That was a good noise, isn't it? <laughs> I think, we, no, the thing is, the thing is, right, yeah. we had a really... We had a really like really heavy conversation before you came in, so this is like our joyous moment now. Okay, so I've got to here to change it up. I've got to, yes, of course. You got to change the rut that you were in, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but it's fine because we get to talk about something that I love, good, um, and something that I know that you love, and Nick is also a fan of. Yes, um, we're gonna talk about ketamine. Oh, absolutely. So I'm a, yeah, as a as a horse myself, um, <laughs> big big fan. Sorry, let me just call Frank real quick. <laughs> not Frank. <laughs> not Frank. <laughs> not the not the bus. Not... <laughs> who's, who's Frank? What? Dan. 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 You need to talk to Frank. You need to fucking talk to Frank right now on speed dial. <laughs> what are you talking about? How have you never heard of talk to Frank? No. Like like Lisa Frank. No. <laughs> no. Frank is like Frank is like this place where you go to talk about like drug drugs and drug addiction. Yeah, it was like a drug counseling, like calling up yeah. you could call up and get like help and stuff. Yeah. Oh Frank. You talk to Frank. Dan, you Dan, you know what your problem is? When because you're so busy doing your do in the toilet you missed the posters on the way out yeah that's what happened <laughs> was reading the other things in the toilet. yeah exactly he, he was, she the was reading the, the floor oh <laughs> sorry man i'm gonna look that up because i feel like we're lying but <laughs> no we're not no we're not oh my Dad, god I'm not, even, I'm not even british and i knew about talk to frank okay so my question is why would you if you're in the toilet to take drugs why would you then need why would they why would you need a number to call? In case you, in case to, to help you stop your addiction. It's when you have that moment in the mirror and you're like, oh God, what's happening? Yeah. I need to, uh, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't purely in toilets. It was also, yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't like, oh, we're just going to have this campaign just for the urinals. Yeah. It was like a global thing. Yeah. But, okay, well, national, about... national, national. Yeah. Honest information about drugs. Okay. There you go. Yeah, see? You are late right, well, that's... <laughs> Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) go on. Yeah. So, Anna, we thought we'd get you on the show because it's been a long fucking lockdown. Uh And I know a lot of us are using video games to help us get through it. And I don't know anybody who is better to talk about that topic than you. That's. That worries me about who you know, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding me. No, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I kind of live and breathe it at this point. Um, it's kind of taken over my entire life. First of all, who don't I know? Okay, I know Frank. Yeah, I know. You, did, you didn't. <laughs> we had to introduce you to Frank. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the introduction's been done. I now know Frank. You now know Frank. You are we are acquaintances now. Uh, yeah, it's been a long, long lockdown, and it is—it's something that people have like really sort of turned to. Um, even people who weren't gaming before have, have kind of really sort of got lost in it. Because what else is there to do? Mm-hmm. What else is there to do apart from you know? And also, pe- a lot of people, you know, people who are fortunate enough to still be employed have got money to spend, and they've you know bought bought themselves consoles, and you know, mm-hmm. so everyone, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of developed massively over the last few oh god 10 months oh god no <laughs> oh, Jesus. not 10 months not 10 months uh, not this, this uh, <laughs> you are um a moderator a big dog in the uh in the group called gamers inc um which i don't know if some of the listeners will know about can you just let us know sort of what started up that group when you got involved and what you guys try and do yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah, so Gamers Inc. is a LGBTQ gaming uh, community uh, based in London, but we have sort of members all over, but primarily uh, all our events are in London. We are, our whole point is to bring people together with a similar interest. We were founded on the idea of this sort of niche group of um, LGBTQ people who also are into gaming um, and give them that space uh, to meet each other, meet others, because it can be a really toxic world online in gaming. And so we wanted to sort of bring that re- into a real space where they felt they could meet other people and connect in that way. Uh, it started off as a house party um, of like 10, 20 people, and it's now 4,000 registered members. Uh, yeah. So we have really, really grown. I joined about three years ago when we were about 1,000 members um, and as a member. And then I sort of was like, this is what I want to do. This is the life I want. I want this to be things that I do. I want to get involved. So started helping out. And yeah, now I'm a, so I'm the community moderator. So I sort of help run the social medias. I post on the Twitter and Instagram and uh, run through, run the group through Facebook. And I also host, organize and coordinate the events such as, um, well, back when we were able to do physical events, um, our socials, our cinema trips, our uh, pop-up cinema, and uh, quizzes. I write and host a quiz along with one of the other uh, moderators, Freddie. See, I heard about this group because um, I was looking at your Instagram one day. Was it your Instagram? It might have been your Instagram. Probably. And you, they were posting about a uh, like Mario Kart tournament that had happened the day before. And Nick, I've got to tell you, I was livid that I didn't <laughs> Oh. I was incensed. I was aggravated. I, I think I the minute I saw it, I got into that DM and I was like, um, excuse me. It was actually uh, a personal attack on you. We like did that and like blocked you. We like soft blocked you from the posts. We were like, yeah. I know everybody was in that room being like, oh yeah, look, look at us playing Mario Kart and Dan doesn't know about it. Hardy, hardy, hardy. <laughs> Dartboard with your face on it. So I just sort of barreled my way through like the cannonball person that I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Adam, please let me as part of the team. I want to join. <laughs> I want to join this. I want to join. You came to the next one after that, didn't you? No, I've actually still not been to anyone because that happened <sighs> like a few, that happened like a, only a few weeks before the whole coronavirus thing started. Yeah. Um, the incident. So I've, yeah, I've still not been able to make my presence felt. <laughs> felt being the operative word <laughs> eventually it will be okay. but so during lockdown have you guys been sort of planning online stuff have you still been sort of trying to work together to to help everyone through what's been going on yeah god yeah i mean 
we were all very hit by it. I mean, God, everyone was right. But we, our focus was so heavily on bringing people together physically that we were kind of a bit like, oh God, we, like most of our events don't work in the same way digitally. Um, we kept on a couple. So we do a, we carried on the quiz every single month. Um, we've been doing that, um, which has re- been really, really cool. Cause obviously we just do that on the, um, the old dreaded Zoom. But then other than that, we've had to sort of come up with sort of new ideas and new ways to get people, you know, together and stuff. So we've been doing uh, some Jackbox nights. I don't know if you've ever heard of the game Jackbox. I love Jackbox. Is, is that the one where you play like Quiplash? Yeah, like one person has it on their computer. You stream it to everyone else and they just play on their phones. And it's, it's, a, it's a really good laugh. Um, it's like a proper party game. Sorry, can I ask a very quick interrupting question? No, of course not. On, on Quiplash... <laughs> What is the one answer that you've put that is most likely to get you cancelled? Oh, no. That's something I can't answer here. That's a private of my... Podcast exclusive. There's been... What have you put? So, Nick, have you played Quiplash? Yes, I have. Okay. So, I remember once I was playing it with my friends and the, the prompt was... Um, the title of the world's shortest book. And then I put, as my answer, Our Time with Madeline McCann. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maddie's a good one. Maddie's a very, like, that's a very strong... Maddie's a strong theme, bless her heart. Yeah. But I feel like you couldn't really put that on Twitter and get away with it. No. (laughs) Maybe you want to get locked up by Twit police. You 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 know how they always horny for an argument? They really are. They really All like time. get off on it, don't they? Yeah, deliver it. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's there's a few strong contenders. I mean, you do something along, you know, if it's something like, oh, the worst thing to find, uh, you know, the worst thing to find in the bedroom, and someone puts something to do with their dead grandma, you know, like it, <laughs> stuff like that. And then, you know, if you just put someone's name that's actually playing the game, that's that's an easy one. Like if someone, if or we've got a rule: if they're not there, it's shade. But if they are there, it's fair game. Okay, you know, if you name someone who's not there that you know, that's shade. (laughs) Yeah, I also do like when somebody is playing the playing the game, but they they're not quite of the spirit of the game, so they Mm -hmm. answer the questions quite literally, almost like deadpan, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then there's also something quite funny about the absurdist ones that just aren't funny, but because they're so not funny, they are. So it'll be like, I don't know, what's the name of the, uh, you know, what's the worst name for your dog? And it's just like, Sticker. And you're like, what? Please leave. And then everyone just votes for it because it's just stupid. Ridiculous. I do have a question for you, by the way, darling. Go. So what would you say, what's a really popular game everyone seems to love, but you don't seem to like at all? Oh, um, well, like this recently, or like a, or like an old nostalgic one. Just in general, I'm not a huge Mario person. <gasps> I know, and it, yeah. I don't. Who I are don't... you again? You're cancelled. Yeah, um... <laughs> you. Yeah, no one needs to know who I am. I've never really. I, I, I think it's because when when you're a kid, you play different yeah. games, don't you? And I think people are different types of gamers, and yeah, I was a. Yeah. Uh, I was more of a Sony, like, PS1 and, like, strategy PC gamer. I never had the, like, I never had the, uh, not the GameCube, the the N64 or anything like that. So 
I think it just kind of, I don't have that nostalgia trip with it. Yeah, 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 I understand. So I'm like, mm, much. But I have been watching my housemate play uh, Paper Mario. Love Paper Mario. And it looks it... incredible. Yeah, like, it, it actually one. looks so fun. It's on the Switch, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm, it's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really I also just can't stand fighting games. Oh. Uh... Well, I, you know what? I... I understand. It wasn't for everyone. I used to be a massive Tekken fan. Loved it. Now, let me tell you a little something about Tekken. Let me tell you a little something about Tekken. <laughs> our family, our family growing up, we didn't like, we did some things together, but we didn't do, we didn't have like a big, this is like the family moment. We all do it together until I took the PS1 from my room downstairs, plugged it in and put in Tekken 3. Every oh, member yeah. of the family is flocking to that living room. And then we all had our characters. So my older brother would be Eddie Gordo. Mm-hmm. I, I would be Nina Williams because gay. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. fag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Give me queen. <laughs> so, mm, queen. <laughs> favorite but you're on the internet. My, uh, my younger brother was king all the time and then my mum was Paul and she would near 90% of the time win because she was really good. You remember Paul had like a build up punch? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And he and take out like sixty percent of your health. She was yeah. so good at timing that that like we just just take us out ninety percent of the time, and it just it was just Tekken three was the most fun we had, and also would cause the biggest arguments. But this is <laughs> uh, see, I used to I did play a lot of Tekken three when I was younger. I, I was always Yoshimitsu. Oh yes. Um, and with I would with his sword, right? With the sword, yeah. yeah. And I and I remember managing to figure out how to like jump onto his sword, like like in like a frog position, and then yeah. just like hop towards the enemy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> those were the days. That was oh, so good, but lovely. yeah, that involved a lot of throwing controllers at my brother. Yeah, yeah of course, of mm-hmm. course. But you know what? Apart from that, have you ever had a crush on a video game character? Because I know I did too many times. Oh, too oh, yeah. many. I'll tell you times. why. You tell me yours. Of course. Do you want to go first? Virgil from Devil Devil May Cry. Oh, strong. Mm. Strong. I mean, oh. even Dante himself. Oh, even Dante that, himself. That's your line. Mm. Mm. Like, specifically Dante from DMC. Yeah. Well, you remember, you remember DMC 3? Um, I think it was Dante's Awakening when he was wearing that... And he was wearing like a kind of like blue kind of leather jacket with the spiky white hair. I was like, oh, Virgil. Oh, yeah. Mm. You can get it. <laughs> You could get it. Absolutely, yeah. That's a strong. That's a strong one. Um, and, I mean, the ultimate one for me is is always been Cloud. Oof. Cloud. Oof. Cloud from Final Fantasy Seven is mm-hmm. has always been my like, like the early days crush. You know, and you're just like, yeah. I saw Advent Children, and I was like, Am I gay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Am I gay? Am I? Am I gay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that and um, also uh, Final Fantasy is a big one. Like I, I quite fancy yeah. Squall, um, Prom- Prompto from Fifteen. Yeah, that's a strong one. I liked Cloud a lot. From I never played mm. Final Fantasy, but I did like the the images of Cloud. Tekken was another one because now I can never say his name, but I'm going to say it was like Harong. It's Horang, and Horang. now he was a man. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I was I was more of his dad. Was his dad was Bake? Bake, Bake. Oh, mm-hmm. both of them could get it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Also, um, King. <gasps> like, you, come on, let's get into it. King was like the cute, we're getting it, cool thing. When it became Armor King, I was like, okay, now we're talking drag queens. No, <laughs> yeah. 
You're going to come out to a fight against a small Chinese girl wearing a full suit of armor and a jaguar mask? That's camp. That's camp. That's drag mama. Uh, can I be honest about something? You know who also you sir could get it? Go. Jin Kazuma. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, biceps all days. Right? Jin Kazuma was. And when he was a devil, Jin? Oh, my God. Daddy me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> right this minute. Oh, my God. I mean, oh. yeah, all of that. Come on, Namco. I Give me money. I do remember fancying a lot of female characters, though, when I was younger. I think yeah. it was definitely more of a camp uh, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. to go back to Final Fantasy, like, Tifa Lockhart. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I feel that. Threw me over. Why do you think, Adam, that little gay kids, as we were, gravitate towards the female characters when you get a choice? Oh, I think they were just so much more fabulous, weren't they? I think a lot of male characters in games are always so heteronormative and overly masculine. I think we connected with something a little bit more fab, a little bit more over the top and... Mm -hmm. Sec- a lot of the time they were sexualized, but it was kind of done in a quite a freeing way a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think as little gay boys not really knowing what we were going through, I think we kind of connected more to yeah. that, you know? Yeah. I think, like, example, you remember Darkstalkers? Yeah. I was in love with Morgan because oh, mm-hmm, she was mm-hmm. just a bad bitch. Yeah, like, she really was. I was like, and I feel I, I connected to her because I was like, you just, you're like, a, you're just a... A, a, a succubus and you're so good looking with that big boob i was like yes mm-hmm. get that man get it now i was gonna say the gays love tomb raider yeah of course yes we love, love tomb raider we love lara i think it's got something to do with i think all men like boobs <laughs> but gay men like boobs in a, in a different way in uh, there's just something about ridiculous proportion boobs in video mm-hmm. games which there are a lot of like if you ever play dead or alive with their jiggle physics oh, God. and you just at some point have to sit there and think that programmers devoted time to ensuring that the breast jiggled in a certain kind of way which is <laughs> time and effort was put into that mine literally into just making the the boobies jiggle which if you're a straight guy who's into the jiggle physics, is a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. If you're a gay guy who's into the jizz- jiggle physics... The jizzle right. physics. The jizzle physics. <laughs> jizzle <laughs> Look, I'm not in rizzle kicks. Leave me alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, oh, my God. So I have one more... I have, this is my last question to you before I take you over to Dan. If there's a game that you consider to be really fucking shit, but it's actually a secret guilty pleasure, what is it? Oh, God. Is there a game that's really shit? It's actually a guilty pleasure. <gasps> oh, I don't know. Ooh, on the spot there. Love it. That is difficult. What is a game that's... Have you got one to mind that you that you think of? Ooh, do you know what? Uh... <laughs> uh, I, 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 I keep thinking a lot of nostalgic ones, but I actually yeah. think that they're not really shit. They're just... that Now we look at them and they're like, they're so bad that they're really good. Like, I was I like I was obsessed with Crash Bash. Oh, love it. Like that wasn't a great game, let's be honest, but it was bloody camp. Like that was yeah. great. What's yours, I, Dan? The entire Dynasty Warriors series. <laughs> oh no, don't talk the Dynasty Warriors series down. <laughs> they, uh, no, I think we have to accept the Dynasty Warriors series are terrible games. <laughs> the like the graphics are bad. The gameplay is in full. Press one button a lot, then press a second button maybe sometimes. Yeah. And then press a third button for a big attack. It's got a combo. 
it's do exactly the same thing over and over again, over again. Yeah. until you get to the end of the game unlock more characters who do essentially the same thing until you get to the end of the game and then basically every three years buy the same game again with different outfits and what can you do catch me the day it's released get in the new one you can catch me devoting days of my time to making sure i've unlocked everybody and that <laughs> shout out, shout out is level 100 because I refuse to leave the game until the little one with fans is the most powerful being alive. Oh, Jackie-ow. Jackie-ow. Oh, God, we're going to get cancelled, aren't we? We are getting so cancelled. Well, Dynasty Warriors is the first time I ever played a character that was clearly a homosexual. Zhang He with the claws? Yeah, with the claws. Can we talk about representation? Can we talk about representation? He's obsessed with being the most fabulous with claws and he kills people. He was literally going around with his 10-inch claws sticking out, scratching the enemies to death and being fabulous while he was doing it. I have said, and I will go on record saying it now, that when I'm stinking rich, not if, when I'm stinking rich, I'm getting replica, replica Zhang He claws and I'm having them above my bed. <laughs> that's, that's iconic. Oh my God. I think, my, <laughs> I think my shit game that I really loved was Duck Hunt. Oh yeah. It's a shit I game. I don't think I ever played it. <laughs> really? I think it was, it was, it used to be on, it used to be like on, on the NES on 90, from 1984, but then they brought it back. You know when they dropped the Super Nintendo Mini, the classic mm. one? I think what four years ago they brought it back on the console i'm like okay i i like this but it was a shit game but only because i had nothing to do i was like might as well play this as well yeah. um, i do have a soft spot for wii sport Ooh. do you remember wii sport yeah you could just go bowling and yeah. play tennis for ages those were the days of wii sport do you know what I, you know what's really funny because i work for a um a, a company that sells games i cannot say the name but yep. before we was um before lockdown i was um i was testing out the um, the Nintendo Switch Ring, and oh, that's yeah. really fun. The Ring Fit. The Ring Fit is really fun. Yeah, a lot of people have been purchasing that recently, and actually really surprised with how good it is. Yeah, because at first I was like, mm, "What the fuck is this?" But I was like, "Okay, this is pretty cool." So yeah, that's def- I definitely want is something I want to invest in when I am. Yeah, and it makes you sweat as well. Yeah, can I go to the gym? Play a ring. Play. A- you wanna play with my ring? Lose some weight. You wanna play with my ring? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm just listening to you, your standard madness. (laughs) Standard madness. Standard madness, yeah. So we're we're basically almost out of time here. And I just want to, I could keep going. But Adam, I know that there's a lot going on and lockdown's long. We do hope you're coping and that video games are getting you through. If you can make any recommendations for anybody for like what they want to play during lockdown which might end at some point soon hopefully what were you playing what's getting you through what am i playing right now i've been playing control uh it came out in 2019 but it was nominated for game of the year um it's very good you play a badass woman and she does not take any crap from anyone and it's like a it's like a supernatural psychokinetic abilities but it's set in this like brutalist building it's you but it's basically set inside the national theater like it's that kind of style it's beautiful really really lovely um and it's quite short as well definitely recommend that um if it's set in a theater do you get to do you get to brutally murder it's not actually set in a theater but it's set you know like the brutalist style of the national theater like the building yeah you know it's very like blocky it's set in yeah of course i know that i'm I'm cultured (sighs) 
okay, so brutalist architecture, like very, very simple concrete squares, basically. Um, yeah. And it's set in a building like that, but with this sort of like contrast of like supernatural like uh, abilities and stuff like that, it's really like a really interesting contrast to like design wise. Um, and it's just really fun. You get to shoot floaty things and throw blocks, uh, throw boxes at people with your mind. Ooh, love good. it! Yeah, and the char- and the character she just takes no crap. Like in the like choice, like talking to people, they're like trying to go off and waffle. She's like, "Shut up! I need to go." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay. I've got a lot of time for her. She's got things to do. She's got places to be. You know, she's got th- she's got ghouls to kill. She's got missions to go on. She ain't got no time for your crap." <laughs> Give me the mission and go. Next, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly, except she's like she's like the definition of pressing like mashing A to get through the cutscene. She's like, no. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love her and want to be more like her in life. Honestly. Can we just get through the cutscene? Let's just get to what you want. What yeah. do we want to do here? <laughs> but then, where would you get all the law? You'd have to read so many books that you found hidden away in a dungeon. If you if you are skipping through the cutscenes, are you really a gamer? Ooh, true. Oh, true. Are you? I don't want to get into that question. Are you really a gamer? <laughs> Are you really a gamer if you're reading the fucking if you walk if you're doing a a a break of you know people do the walkthrough videos on YouTube and then play the game at the same time? You are not a gamer. Go have a wank and go home. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. Why not both? <laughs> oh, oh. What's the you know YouTube and a wank? Oh, nice. oh, oh. I mean. Oh. oh. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I've, I've just, it's clearly Nick needs some downtime. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're gonna um, bring this to a close. Adam, if people want to get involved in gamers, um, is uh, is it still open? How do people get involved? Oh God, yeah. Well, we're only at the moment. We are just looking for people who uh, mostly are living in London. But if you are looking for a community and stuff like that, please do head to our Facebook. Just search for Gamers Inc. Uh, you'll find us there. We'll ask you a couple of questions uh, just to make sure you are not a robot. Uh, and then you will be accepted into our a lovely community. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, um, at Gamers Inc. Awesome. And that's Gamers spelt with a Y because Queen. I, yeah. <laughs> queen. Uh, yeah. I, I have to, every time I say it to people, I'm like, gamers. You know, like, g- g- gay. <laughs> yeah. I Heck guess it's not really it. There's not really like a gay pun you can use with like the LGBTQ. Well, this is just it, and a lot of people have said that, and we're like, we we do mean gay as in gay as in queer, not gay as in we we are wanting and accepting and loving of everyone under our LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. spectrum. We want everyone to come involved uh, and come and get involved and 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 come game with us. Come find your little group. And if people want to follow along just with you, see your own personal stuff. Oh, by the way, Adam is a like phenomenal makeup artist, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah. Like, if you ain't already on the train, you need to get on the train. And to get on the train, how where do they go? On the train. Well, annoyingly, my handles aren't the same, but I think <laughs> on Instagram I'm Adam JJAY and Twitter I'm Adam JBJAY. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I need to I need okay. to sync them up, really. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, go to my Instagram. Somebody would know about somebody would know about non-synced socials, but you know, it's nice neither here nor there, is it? <laughs> yeah. People are aware of non-synced socials, aren't they, Nick? Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Do we get involved in this mess? 
I don't have an altar. <laughs> Only you have an altar this podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, oh. and you'll find that at oh. Dan's nude. So, not me drop, not me dropping facts in the podcast. Uh, so loudly, Twinkie Boy London '94. <laughs> no, <laughs> Clapham's unwanted gay twenty-one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the only flavor of Clapham '94. Read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, it's about time. It's about time. Oh no, Adam. Before you go, before you leave, get off this coach. Um, are you PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch? Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation, you heard it here, folks. He's a PlayStation sorry, girl. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, PC Master Race. Right, we've got to go. Thank you for okay. joining us. It's been lovely chatting to you. Guys, <laughs> if you follow along, do uh, search out Gamers Inc. on Facebook and find Adam on his many, many tags on his socials. Yes, but thank you for coming on the AO2. We hope you like enjoyed it. Oh, I did. I'm so happy I was finally here. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Adam's a treat. Adam's yeah. an absolute treat. Absolute darling. Oh, I can't. I can't wait until it's f- safe and good, so we can go play some video games, get drunk, and just talk about how life is better that Corona has fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there someday. One day. One right, day. guys. It's that time. We we end the show now with our little five minute drag yeah. race segment, which we like to call the recap. Hey, get it? Get it? I think the, it the recap. The recap, yeah. Does that not work? Ex- explain the pun. The recap. So it's like we're recapping. We're talking about. So it's like RuPaul Drag Race recap. Ta-da. Oh, so it's it's literally just the word recap. Yeah, just recapping. There's okay. no pun. There's no, no. wordplay. No. Just no. recap. Well, listen. If the girls want to help, you know, choose a word, we'll do. But I haven't found it, so we'll go with RuPaul's Drag Race the recap. Because everything else is fucking taken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for this week, it's the RuPaul's Drag Race recap. Nick, yes. hit it. Right. You got so, wait. Wait, let's... I'm setting the timer. I'm setting ah. the timer. Go. So, let's do this. So, quickly, let's just talk about the all the girls are back in the room. Finally, we get to meet each other. We met the B-Squad. Meet the winner's circle. And, honey, that was... I... I was hoping for more. You know when um, Elliot with two T's decided to like go and run and hide? I was like, oh girl, oh. Um, Dan, Tina Buena needs to go. She bores me. In the bin. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we, yeah. No, we're over her. Um, in, I totally enjoyed the, I kind of like God Love, they had, the, the, their challenges was different this week. Um, I kind of liked the little drama between uh, Miss Iman, Tamisha, and Elliot. She was like, oh, you come. Her face was like, girl, you're coming for the wrong one. The this is how you know one. Tamisha been about this. It's mm-hmm. how you know Tamisha been around is Correct. that she was like, we did what we had to do. We did yeah. what was instructed of us. Don't take it so personally. Correct. We're sorry. Like, literally, like, do not come over here with this attitude thinking you're all that because you got to hang out in the winner's circle for a bit with your two T's. <laughs> Tamisha knows. Yeah, she knows. She definitely knows. Now, there was a few... There was a, you know this whole RuPaul, RuPaul um, 
RuPaul Mark channel that they were trying to do. It was mm-hmm. it was alright, it was cute, wasn't really exactly, you know, the thing. Now, for me, who stood out completely is Simone. Oh, Again. now, 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 this woman, this woman has what I like to call the Alaska factor, mm-hmm. which is that ability to go into a drag race challenge and just do it. Mm-hmm. And just like, it's like, not hold back, just bring your personality to it. Do exactly what they always say you should do. Mm-hmm. She's like, bring yourself to the challenge. And she does it. And honestly, I'm, I, I would not be mad if she just won every week. Correct. Just a Simone sweep. Correct. Because and, girls mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. The Durag honey. Oh, yeah. a moment. A moment. That's a trait. That's, oh. I, it's, my life is a Simone Stan account now. Uh, right. Let me just, let me just say this, right? Now, I feel like somehow she lapped the other girls before the referee had even got a chance to start the stopwatch. Oh, yeah, opinion. Simone was running a, an 800 meter and then got this off yeah. the start line. Yeah. Like, the thing is, of course, it's still early. And, you know, we could have, you know, we could recall another young, stunning UK, a, a queen that, you know, had the same cockiness. But the thing about Simone, Simone isn't cocky. You know what she is? Talented. Right. You know thing that Lady Gaga does? Talent. <laughs> Talent. Perfection. Amazing. Yeah, she has it. And I feel like it was very good. I've never seen. It was nice seeing her paying that that homage to black excellence with a durag because you know durag is a very a thing that black people use to keep their hair intact. Most likely the boys, you know how we do. So it was nice and honey, that was a train, a train. Now before we we don't want to you you've seen the episode. We're just gonna give a give us a little two, uh, two minutes. Um, the right person went home. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's mm-hmm. the truth. She had to go. She had to go, ma'am. If if go on, girl, give us nothing was a drag queen. Oh, <laughs> I was you. You fucked. You had a moment to uh, to do one of the most iconic moments in television. We I were rooting, rooting for you. For you, I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. Oh my god! I was, was rooting for you. It was a mess. Girl, we were all rooting for you. Such a mess. (laughs) It was a mess. In her defense, yes. The way you have the way you time out that that quote is you have to go longer with it. Yes. You you have to go. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? That's the full thing. Which, if I was in it, I would have just said the full thing. Yeah. Because it would have made Ross laugh. It would have been everything. And if they wanted to cut down to just that line, they got that take. They cut it from that. Just doing that first line is quite difficult, especially if you uh, <laughs> you can't tr- take yeah. the note. Yeah. Which just, God bless her. But I did like that she came out in pads and titties. Oh, yeah. That, that was cute. But Oh, we're nearly out of time. You better get to the lip sync. Right. We're just going to get into it. Denali, she did that. She sent Kamara Hall home. It was a great lip sync. The performance was great. Crystal Waters, we love it. She is one to watch. Denali no, is not. Do you not think so? No, because the only re- being good at lip sync is only helpful if you're in the bottom two, and she'll be in the bottom two. Because I just I did not see it for her. I saw her whole performance was you like saw her she kept whole. both oh. hands. <laughs> she put she put both her hands up. Every line delivery was exactly the same. Yeah, yeah she didn't say some joke for some weird Bette Midler movie that no one's seen. Which I was like, come on, girls! Like you can't expect all these kids to have seen everything. I don't know what you talk about, and I'm eighty three. But the the 
I just didn't see it. And then the runway I didn't like. This is her, what, fourth, fifth runway? And they've all been ice skater outfits, yeah. except for the, the one, like, dark Lady of the Night one. Yeah. Everything's been an ice skating outfit. I'm like, girl, girl, mix it up. I'm not <laughs> seeing it for Denali. I'm just not. I think she thinks she's the winner. And I'm like, good, go with that confidence. But I disagree. Fair, fair, fair. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And that's it. That has been our RuPaul recap for this week. We will we will, we will, have a, um, we will have a, a, a name for it sooner later. But until then, we're just going to go with it. And yeah, we hope you enjoy it. But until then, this has been the 802 podcast for another week. Oh, God. Anyway, you know what to find us. You know what to do. Just share it with someone. Just tell your mom, tell your friend, tell... Send it in an email at the end of, like, after... after you know, that... W- I hope this email find you well. Listen to the 802 and then start your email. Good idea. Love it. Love it. Right, guys, we'll be here on Friday with the back of the bus. Yes. Until then, good luck getting through it. Watch it to sin if you haven't. Yes. It's Big great. love to Tamisha Raman. Bye. Bye.